The first section of Psalms has been called the Genesis Psalms. They help us to realize that every good thing begins with God. The Psalms provide a roadmap for the journey ahead. In them, we learn to bring every emotion and experience of life into the presence of God. Join Scott Pauley now as we study God's Word together. There are few things harder to deal with than being slandered. When you know someone is saying something against you that is not only unkind, it is untrue. And you feel powerless to do anything about it. Have you ever been slandered that way? God forbid that we ever be the slanderer. You know, Satan is the great accuser of the brethren. He loves to slander. And when we slander someone, we're doing the devil's work. We're joining that great accuser of the brethren, the whisperer. And may God deliver us from ever being on that side of it. But inevitably, if you're trying to do the right thing, somebody's going to speak against you. Somewhere, some slander is going to come in life. And Psalm 7 is the psalm of the slandered saint. David has been accused. He has been attacked. Uh, he is a, a man after God's own heart, which means we know that this is a man with a tender spirit. Can you imagine how deeply it must have grieved him? You know, sensitive souls can get wounded. And I'm certain that David was wounded, not just physically because of the attack, but emotionally and mentally and spiritually from the attack. The title of Psalm 7 says, Shigeon of David. Now, Shigeon means variable songs, a variety of songs. You know, life's songs are variable, aren't they? Some of them uh, are songs of jubilation and celebration, and then others are in the minor chord. Uh, some are up and some are down. I don't know which song you're singing today, but know this, God is able no matter what the tone happens to be. Then it says, which he sang unto the Lord concerning the words of Cush the Benjamite. It's a reference to a Benjamite back in 2 Samuel that attacked David. 2 Samuel chapter number 16, he came out against David. He uh, accused him to Saul and then he attacks David. He says all kinds of vicious, awful, wicked things to him and curses him. Now you would imagine that David the king would instead say, kill that man. Take care of that man. But instead, that's not what he does. He gets his eyes off the man who's cursing him, off the slanderer, and instead he gets his eyes entirely on the Lord. I think there's a tremendous lesson for us in this. Listen to the opening words of Psalm 7, verse 1. O Lord my God, in Thee do I put my trust. Save me from all them that persecute me and deliver me. That's the tone of the psalm. He brings it into the presence of God. You know, we don't know the, the tone or the theme of every psalm, but we know some. And the tone of this particular psalm seems to be one of great discouragement. He is having a hard time. He's struggling. As a matter of fact, in 2 Samuel chapter number 16, in verse number 14, the Bible says, And the king and all the people that were with him came weary and refreshed themselves there. You know, there's perhaps nothing more wearying than the slander of someone. Uh, no journey is as tiresome as dealing with lies. Uh, no responsibility as burdensome as dealing with 
some person who's attacking you. It just it grieves you in your inner man. David felt this. And perhaps I'm speaking to someone today who is feeling very deeply right now the attack and the slander of some enemy. Listen, it doesn't matter what they say about you. It doesn't matter what they say to you. It matters what you know to be true about God. So Psalm 7 not only points to something in history, in Scripture, in the life of David, it also points to something about God. What do we learn about God? Well, there are many things, and I would challenge you to read all of Psalm 7. It's 17 verses long, and you'll find a number of things revealed about God. But let me show you the first, because I think this really wraps it up. This is the whole thing in a nutshell. Listen to verse 1 again. O Lord my God, in Thee do I put my trust. I want to say to you today that your God can be trusted. You can't always trust men, but you can always trust God. You can't always trust what people say, but you can always trust the Word of God. You can't always trust uh, that those who are near you are always going to be close to you, but you can always trust that God will never leave you and He will never forsake you. He is the God who can be trusted. You can trust Him to take care of it. You can trust Him to straighten it out. You can trust Him to help you through it. You can trust Him to work on the other end. You can trust Him. My mind is going now to the New Testament. I'm thinking of the Apostle Paul. He was slandered many times. But on one particular occasion, he said this, Alexander the coppersmith did me much evil. Then he said this, The Lord reward him according to his works. What's he saying? He's saying a man that I should have been able to trust instead did me wrong. But instead of concentrating on that, instead of me trying to straighten that out myself, I'm just going to trust God with it. I'm going to leave him in God's hands and believe God will do the right thing and he'll do it better than I could. This is what we learn about God, that he can be trusted. So it brings me to a third and very practical thought today, and it is this. Psalm 7 not only points to something in David's life and points to something about our God, but it points to something for all of us. How can we apply Psalm 7 to our experience? Well, I believe there are three simple things that David did when he was slandered. And there's a certain order to them, a divine order to them in his life that we can apply to our own. Here's the first. Number one, when you're being slandered, when you're being talked about, when you're being criticized, can I challenge you? Number one, search your own heart. That's right. Check to see if there's any validity to the criticism. Is there something in you that isn't what it ought to be? That's what David did. He says in verse 3, O Lord my God, if I have done this, if there be iniquity in my hands, if I have rewarded evil unto him that was at peace with me. What's he doing? He's searching first his relationship to God and then his relationship to others. So ask the Lord, Lord, search me and know me. Try me. Know my thoughts. Know my heart. See if there be any wicked way in me. Uh, look, you can't deal with others' wrongs if you're not right. You can't, you can't even think about what somebody else is saying unless you're thoroughly right with God yourself. So first, is the Lord using this to point something out in my life? As a matter of fact, David said about his critic in 2 Samuel 16, Let him alone. Let him curse. The Lord hath bidden him. In other words, David said, I think even God's using the critic. I remember Frank Sells saying years ago, Thank God for everything the Lord uses to humble you. Even if there's no sin there that you need to confess, if nothing else, it's humbling you. It's making you realize that you're not everything and God is. So number one, search your own heart. Make sure you're right with God. Number two, commit it and them to the Lord. That's what David did. David simply said in verse 6, Arise, O Lord, 
in thine anger. Lift up thyself because of the rage of mine enemies and awake for me to the judgment that thou hast commanded. He said, Lord, I'm just going to trust you and I'm asking you to step into this situation. You take care of this. Then, number three, what does he do? He rehearses who God is. He says in verse 10, My defense is of God which saveth the upright in heart. The circumstances had not yet changed, but he went back to what he knew for sure. Meditate on Scripture. Don't sit around sulking all day today thinking about your enemy. Instead, think about your God. Don't just talk about the bad. Talk about the goodness of your God. Psalm 7 ends this way. Verse 17, I will praise the Lord according to His righteousness and will sing praise to the name of the Lord Most High. Can I tell you, as Les Roloff said, sometimes you can praise your way through things you can't pray your way through. Maybe what you need to do in faith today is just start praising God for His goodness and His faithfulness and His trustworthiness. Praise the Lord today. God's going to take care of you and God is going to deal with your enemy. Thank you for studying the Psalms with us. It is our sincere hope that you will spend time in God's Word today finding divine direction and real encouragement for the road ahead. Visit scottpauley.org to download your free copy of a ready reference of the Psalms along with other helpful resources for your Christian life. We would love to hear from you and we look forward to having you with us again on the next Enjoying the Journey.